Oh man, it's a it's my pleasure, Ty. Is it the well, we're so happy to have you back. You know. I mean, it feels good to be back. It feels right. <laughs> yeah. It feels oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I enjoyed good, making fun though. That's that's not. That's yeah, not I'm sure you twisted. did. <laughs> so when 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 you when you first press play and the first thing you heard was us like, you know, digging on. Oh, uh, uh, then I pressed stop. Then I. <laughs> We're sorry. You know, it was all in love, Ty. All in love. Gentlemen, what is up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated in bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. Here we go. Man, I am raring to go. I wasn't feeling all that hot. Oh, uh, over the past couple of days, but I'm 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 back. I'm back from the dead. I, I basically I slept the day away. I rarely well, I, see you uh, get to the point where you're like, man, I'm feeling so bad. I'm I'm canceling stuff. That does not happen very often. Yeah. I well, know. I mean, this week I did ca- I did cancel on on Tuesday because like I had the itis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I ate, and I'm feeling so so nappy right now, man. I need to. I think I'm going to take a little snooze. Um, so yeah, I was. This was a lack. This was a, a lazy week for me. Well, Tuesday was lazy. Uh, I I I canceled the stream early. With, I was playing with the rugby. Uh, I'm sorry, Rugrat, <clears throat> and uh, man, I had I I was really holding on. I was holding on, and then like I said, bro. I gotta get out of here. I'm sorry. I feel terrible. And the second, <laughs> the second I turned it off, you know, like you don't realize like all the energy you're putting in to, just to try and make your, you know, to put on a good face. But the second you don't have to anymore, it all just falls through. You know, it, I you felt just, yeah, terrible. Just like oh, it was. I, I was really. I was feeling. And then I, 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 that's when I typed to you guys. I'm like, bro. I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, like death. I might not make it tomorrow for the for the podcast. But you know what? We're back. We're back. I, I am back. Um, I mean, I was gearing up and ready. I was. I was going over your uh, your intro script. I was like, dude, if I need to do this, I was cracking my knuckles. I was ready to go. Dude. Practicing, practicing my my joint. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, what is baby. Up? How are you? Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know what? So, you, I mean, you, do, it would have been do, fine. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. All righty. <laughs> that is good. Um, all righty. Well, let's just hop on in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Hardcore Casuals Lounge podcast. Thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out with us. We're going to chit-chat about some video games and uh, and uh, what's going on in the entertainment world. But first, let's talk about that website. You could go ahead and visit thehardcorecasuals.com. That is thehardcorecasuals.com. Uh, we have, uh, I've been working uh, for, you know, the blog. We always talk about it. Because um, it's great. Because it's, yeah, because it's great. <laughs> the blog, the podcast, of course. Uh, you can go ahead and check out the the Discord. That's our our uh, uh, the, the our team community, you know. It's a wonderful community. Stop in, hang out. And, uh, and yeah, and yeah, become part of the conversation. And, of course, yeah, you could also absolutely. check out that Patreon. Oh baby, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so if you if you if you like what we're doing, uh, we have uh, you know we have dreams and aspirations to to do a lot more, uh, but you know we can't do it without without your help. So if you if you like what we're doing, uh, and you feel that you want to go ahead and contribute, absolutely check it out thehardcorecasuals.com slash Patreon, and uh, and yeah, let's uh, dive on in with what we have been playing. And uh, yeah, let's see. Tie Fighter. All right. What, what, the here. So this has been a good week. So today was obviously the the full final release of Anthem. You know, I remember Anthem came out via PC in, in, uh, last week, right? So all the Origin Premiere members got full access last week. And then a lot of us got like a 10-hour demo if you were part of ea access or part of like the regular access of origin which is kind of the pc version of ea access playstation users were pretty much out of luck in, until today but you know as of today uh, we finally got full access right so i played my 10 hours very quickly over the week and i had to wait for many days before i could jump back in so i was very happy so today it's here today anthem is available and i was flying around and we were doing missions and we were getting loot so that's i'm very excited about that and uh you know, I, I didn't get like a full review early, so I, uh, it's going to take some time for me to like play through the campaign and, and see the end game and get a feel for what's going on before uh, I'm able to write like kind of a full review of what my thoughts are. Um, the game has been having a pretty tough time with, with reviews. Unfortunately, a lot of content creators are uh, a little bit unhappy with the state that the game was in upon its release last week because they had a day one patch, you know, a quote unquote day one patch uh today today last night one of those and it and it fixed like like 50 things they had this huge bullet list of things that got fixed in anthem and then and, you know the question was kind of like okay cool like why wasn't this part of actual day one last week uh but you know i don't i didn't have to worry about that too much the things that were broken didn't bother me very much and so today you know i had the patch plugged in and everything was good to go and, and today the game felt really good so i'm very happy with where it is right now at least you know in the time that i played it However, uh, like I said, like full review is 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 TBD. It could be a week or two before I'm able to get on that because, like I said, I got to finish the game and I got to do the end game stuff and then I got to write the darn thing. So, give me a while on that. What and level then, did you finish out at it today? Uh, today I'm at level 15 and my power okay. level is 150. Um, Sweet. And I like just finished the. Uh, like trials that you have to do in the middle of the mm -hmm. campaign. So there's there's a point in the story where it kind of comes to a halt and you have to spend a lot of time in free play kind of completing some random objectives in order to unlock. They call them the tombs. 
And I'm not going to give you any context uh, to those who are listening as to why you need to go to these tombs. But each tomb has a challenge and each challenge is like kill 50 people or kill 50 people with a melee or kill 25 people with a crit shot or get, you know, X number of multi-kills or uh, res three allies or, you know, and there's, there's, there's three different things you have to do for each one of these tombs. Mm-hmm. And so there, it's just kind of a kind of a random assortment of challenges that need to be done. And some people were a little bit unhappy with, you know, the, the grind, I guess, quote unquote, even though it, it doesn't take that long. It only took like two hours to do. And, um, I just, I just didn't finish it earlier in the week because I wanted to spend my time doing other things. Cause I knew my 10 hours was going to run out. And so right. I spent my time exploring. I spent my time doing side quests. I spent my time talking to people. I wanted to see as, as many different facets of the game immediately, when I knew I could, I could fly around free play getting, you know, crafting materials was when I had infinite time later in the week. So anyway, I just finished the tombs today. So I haven't even followed up on what the end of that quest looks like. I haven't even opened all those doors yet, but I have, I have now completed all the challenges in order to open the doors. So that's where I'm at. Anyway. So that was, uh, that was kind of the beginning of the week and the middle of, or sorry, and today, the end of the week, uh, cause it's Friday for those listening, we are recording this on Friday. Uh, in between, I started a very specific challenge in Destiny. So uh, the end game of Destiny has a three-man dungeon that appears only once every three weeks. And this dungeon is called the Shattered Throne. And there's this big, beautiful, awesome story around why this dungeon exists and like the, your, your purpose as a guardian for going in and, and beating the boss at the end. And it's, it's kind of like a mini three man raid. Like it's, it's a huge, huge level area that, you know, has multiple bosses that all, that both have mechanics and there's cool platforming areas and there's, you know, secrets to find and traps that are going to get you. Like it's a really cool, really fun, very interesting area to spend in. Uh, but like I said, it's balanced for three people. Like it's, it's, it is absolutely made to be done by three. It is hard to do it with two people. And I am in the process of making my way through it by myself. Uh, oh, there man. is a special, there is a special emblem and uh, reward, uh, aka triumph, for making it through the Shattered Throne by yourself. And so uh, nice. I started that on uh, what was it on Wednesday night, and I made it up to the first boss. So it's kind of split into three parts. There's what they call the labyrinth. There's this big maze area that you have to make your way through with a bunch of little mini bosses that are pretty easy to get through. And then you make your way to the thrall hall, which, which isn't technically one of the main instances, but like it's this big long hall full of fog that makes it. So you a don't rejuvenate health and B can't sprint or double jump. And so you're basically walking through this hallway, getting attacked by a bunch of enemies coming to get you. So that's a lot of fun. And then as soon as you're done with that, you get to like the first big boss and the first big boss is really difficult. And so on Wednesday I died like 40 times trying to beat this boss. And then on Thursday I came back and died another like 15 times before I finally beat him. And so I have officially beat the first boss of the shadow throne. I think tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to, to clean it up. Cause there's only really one more, big boss until I'm done. So I'm very excited to jump in and, and give it a shot and hopefully get that, that triumph. So anyway, that's my goal. That's, um, uh, yeah. Do you plan on, on writing 
like now that you've played the full release, are you gonna are you gonna write up like your thoughts again, or or did your previous articles kind of sum up? Like, do they still hold up? Do you mean for Anthem? For Anthem, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna write a another thing. So the the only like review I've written of Anthem so far is is my thoughts on the demo, which was a very specific vertical slice from like the middle of the game, and that has you know it had nothing to do with narrative it had nothing to do with end game uh loot it had nothing to do with like sitting down and playing the game for many hours and seeing your progression appear over time and there were obviously tons and tons of technical problems with the demo so like absolutely i'm planning on writing a a a full review this is what this game is like from start to finish this is how i feel about where it is right now and where it's going to go and and yeah it, it'll probably be pretty comprehensive um i have i have a lot to say uh, <clears throat> I know like we uh we we didn't ha add this article to the list but um what 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 was it Ty uh, uh, uh there was there was a so a Microsoft uh executive like came out in defense of of the game saying like essentially that the reviewers uh didn't really didn't really have adequate gaming skill basically you know uh, in in re in reviewing it and and they were complaining about certain things that that you know any any actual player would would not have found troublesome you know and like oh it's like who so, reads yeah, who reads is... reviews anyway watch yeah. a streamer oh, only only tens of thousands of people right um... <laughs> right so this is Mike Ibarra. He's one of the VPs of of kind of the Microsoft slash Xbox backend. You know, he's a major, he's a big time engineer for them. Uh, and he had a series of of tweets uh, that were in response to both reviews and questions about the game. And uh, I, I'm not a, I, I don't agree with everything he said. I don't disagree with everything he said either. I just don't think he presented his his argument oh, in yeah. a very diplomatic way which is not great for someone in his position. Exactly. But the kind of general ethos of it was basically two main points. Uh, that he was upset that a reviewer was knocking Anthem for not telling him how the combo system works. And I'll be honest, there's no tutorial that you go through in the opening missions or even anywhere in the game where it says, okay, hit the enemy with the primer, now hit the enemy with a detonator, and it does extra damage because it's a combo. Like it never says it anywhere, but that is one of the main mechanics of doing damage in the game. And so the reviewer was upset that, you know, hey, it never taught me this. I never knew how to do it. And Mike Ibarra was basically saying, that's one of the main things that, you know, you're supposed to do. And they told us all about this in marketing leading up to this. And like, how can this be, how can you be like a professional reviewer and not know these things? And so that came off like really harsh and really kind of, kind of, aggressive towards the reviewer so that wasn't awesome now i agree with the fact like yeah it's not in the tutorial it's not there i also agree with the fact that i've been paying attention to anthem since what two years ago and we've known about the combo system through some of the stuff that they've told us kind of throughout and so it sounds like the person who reviewed this game has not been really following it and yeah. you can make your own decision about whether you whether you want your reviewer to be one of those people or not. Do you want your reviewer to be someone who's familiar with the game and has been following it and then can make kind of an educated uh, discussion of what they've what they've learned, what we've been promised, and what we have? Or do you want your reviewer to come in completely cold and and see what this game offers someone who 
knows nothing about it. And I can see kind of valid options for both of those. So that was one of Mike Yabarra's points. The other point that he was making uh, was that people don't read reviews anymore, like Manny mentioned. And if people want to decide if they want to get a game or not, they just watch streams of it. Uh, that is both completely incorrect and completely correct. Uh, <laughs> but it depends entirely. It depends entirely on who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there's an entire generation of people who don't watch streams at all and and care don't care to in any way. Um, if I'm if I'm looking to see if I'd be interested in playing a game, of course you like you you and I and 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 Buddha and and potentially a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, like of course we watch streams. We live in that stream world, and so like that's a great way to get information. But then there's an entire world of people who uh, either a don't know about Twitch or b don't care about Twitch or c actively dislike Twitch and and Mixer and the like. And so lots and lots of people, hundreds of thousands of people get their information from websites like GameSpot and IGN and, and all that. That's that's how that information is collected by a vast majority or vast number of people. I don't want to say majority because I don't know. But uh, to say that people don't read reviews seems pretty, uh, I don't know, out of the loop. Of course, people read reviews. So many people well, read reviews. I, I, I think it is it is correct to say that like how people get their information is definitely changing. Like it used to be that reviews were the end all be all the written reviews and in, in articles and whatnot. Right. That is definitely not true anymore. You know, it is very important, but there's YouTube reviewers and, and, Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and streamers and podcasts. And there's just so much going on, um, of people talking about, you know, the games and whatnot. <clears throat> that is not, uh, uh, and 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 this isn't the first time that uh, criticism has has uh, come the way of of a you know gaming journalist you know uh, of complaints about that uh, some some written complaints about games from journalists that that you know complaining that games are too hard or, or and the like right I not mean, necessarily understanding so something. It's it's two competing forces that exist, not just in games journalism, but in any sort of of market that is based on Google SEO, right? Because you need you need two things. You need a you need a good catchy headline that you know people are going to type into Google, right? So Anthem review. If I'm looking for an Anthem review, what am I going to type? I'm going to type Anthem review into Google, and so you need your titles to be good and catchy and something that people would look for. And B, you need to have it fast, and mm -hmm. that's the biggest problem: is that first to yep. market on anything makes an enormous difference. And so because right. of that, making educated decisions and taking 60 to 100 hours in a game to truly understand how it works is almost never feasible when, with games like this. You know, it's obviously fine with games that are shorter and games that are very linear and games that don't really have a quote unquote end game. But with big games as a service like this that are expecting 60, 100, 200 hours out of the game before you feel like you've completed all that needs to be completed, yeah, people are going to miss some stuff. People are going to people are going to miss opportunities. People are going to miss understanding, and that's uh, that's it's an unfortunate truth. And so I can see where that criticism comes from, mm -hmm. but that's that's a problem that we haven't figured out how to solve yet. Yeah, I'm one of those people that doesn't pay attention to reviews anymore. I've kind of gotten I mean, over it. I, I, I mean, I've gotten yeah, burned too many times. Is because exactly. you do, you don't because the reviewer, unless you know that reviewer on a on, on a personal level know what their tastes are and know what 
everything from what kind of food they like into what kind of movies they go see. You're not going to, it's really hard to find a reviewer that like, Oh yeah, man, I always agree with so-and-so, you know what I mean? Right. So it, it, and because of that, my experience playing a game can be totally different than what Manny's playing, you know, because of his taste, his taste might be different. So, you know, so it's really hard to trust a review when one, like you were saying, basically some of these guys don't finish the darn game. It's like, how are you going to review a game and not finish it? You know, it, it's like you, you haven't played the whole thing. You know, you can sit there and tell me all day that, well, you know, Crackdown 3 is, you know, it's just it's so slow. I was like, yeah, well, it's slow the first two, three hours. But after that, it picks up a lot of speed. So, but it, you won't know that if you didn't put that time in. So it's really hard to try to trust a review on anything, really. I, my, my suggestion is if you got a, a demo that you can play, uh, a beta that you can jump into, please, by all means, do that. Um, my last resort is to go watch some streams of it. I, I try not to watch too much because, you know, if it's something that's story-based, I don't want to get spoiled. Like exactly. I don't watch anybody yeah. playing Anthem. Yep. Not one. Because I don't want I don't want no story to be spoiled. Same thing with Resident Evil 2. I haven't got a chance to it yet because it's sitting in my backlog. I can't I can't really watch somebody stream it. And I can peek in a little bit and be like, okay, well, that looks really great. That looks really cool. He shot that thing. Okay, cool. Up, oh, that's it. I can't look at it no more. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm done. But it's like, yeah, I get it. But, but, you know, so it's like, you know, we talk about don't pre-order stuff. This is why you don't, you don't pre-order unless you feel that confident in a game. If you played a demo, you played the beta and you're like, okay, you know what? I feel like I'm going to like this game. Okay. That at that point, then yeah, I've got no, no qualms about you pre-ordering something. Uh, but if you're just looking at it from like a review and then you said, oh yeah, well, they gave it a 8.2 or whatever, whatever that means. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pre-order this game. Oh man, don't be pissed off if you get disappointed because right, right, right. your 8.2 could be totally different than what somebody else's is. So, you know, it's one of those things. I, I can I can understand Mikey's uh, uh, frustration. I know? totally yeah, do. I, but you know, he's you he's can't... the right way going about. But he's that kind of guy that if you've ever been in his streams, oh, he's he's that kind of guy. He's he, you know he's kind of blunt. He'll he'll just tell you what he thinks. You know, right. And that's exactly what this was. It was real blunt, forgetting the fact that he's like, oh, I'm a freaking Microsoft executive, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Talking yeah. some truth over here, right? He yeah. is like uh, uh, talking about like he's in the well, gaming industry and the uh, articles of journalists, you want them on your side as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, what I'm you saying? know I, I think that's one of the good things about some of these execs, you know, that they're actually gamers, you know, well, yeah, that they're real, yeah. that, you know, they actually play games. So then it kind of makes you feel like they're a little bit in touch with what's going on. I mean, it's not always going to come off the right way you know, on a tweet yeah. or, you know, in an interview. But at the end of the day, at least, you know, like, well, at least I know that guy's playing games, you know? So, right, right. <laughs> I can I can bond with that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. So anyway, I will give my personal review, which is my opinion of the game. And I can tell you right now, based on what I'm experiencing and based on what I am reading, my review will will likely end up being a pretty hot take compared to others. So, you can look forward to that, but that won't be for a little while until all the dust is settled. So. See, that's oh, the difference, baby. though, Ty. See, right there. So, see, I know that when I see your review on Anthem, I know that you have played the game quite a bit extensively, right. and you've mm -hmm. got some lineage back there. I know you play these kind of games. Yeah. So, therefore, yeah, I yeah. know, like, okay, I can trust what Ty says, whereas Jomo off the block that just put a 
article up on you know what i mean i don't know those guys you know what it's i mean true. like it's true it's really hard to, to to judge what well you know like a lot of times when i used to listen to reviews it was about like game mechanics like you know if they said something about the the controls or the or the camera that, that's the stuff that i paid attention to because for me that's that's probably my biggest pet peeve is when your controls suck on your game mm-hmm. like you could have a gorgeous game but if if, if you can't look around at it properly well then that's just, that just kills it for me so a lot of those reviews that's that's what i listen for um but you know that's that's the difference you know knowing somebody that actually puts the time in to 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 properly give their opinion on it you know and it's still at the end of the day it's still opinion but at the very least i can be like oh, okay well i you know i know what ty likes and and if he likes this then it might you know i can agree with that so i'm down yeah and that's why that's why when i uh, see people talking about games journalism. I recommend that they do their best to follow writers and not uh, outlets, right? So if you're interested mm-hmm. in what in what IGN has to say, IGN right. is not a single cohesive thing. IGN is a group of people. Right. But you know, if I'm if I'm going to look at Kotaku, you know, Kotaku is not a single entity is a bunch of people, but I know like I know the editor, Jason Schreier and I follow Jason Schreier because I'm interested in what he has to say. And, uh, you know, I, I follow some specific journalists from a number of different outlets. And then over time, as you follow these people's writing, you get to the point just like you and I are at right now where, yeah, I kind of understand where they're coming from and I can see, uh, why they may or may not like or dislike a particular thing. And then you can kind of get a more cohesive understanding of, of what a review actually is. So you're a hundred percent right. And that's why, uh, that's why understanding the person is, is super important in, in, in understanding a review. I, I think, sure. I think that's an incredibly valid point. Like, you know, like even, I, I, I even like, uh, uh, in starting the blog that, that we are, you know, like I want, I would like to get to a point where we have lots of different voices and, and opinions whether I agree with it or not, you know what I'm saying? Just like the more voices, the better, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and um like when you look when you look at at uh you know, like IGN as an example, there's some some of the times you, you know, there's somebody with with a you know, a, with an opinion that's diametrically opposed to to yours, <laughs> you know? But it doesn't necessarily it's that writer. It's not necessarily IGN as a whole. You know, there's there's plenty of writers within each outlet that that you may agree with, or so. That's, so that's a really good point. I think it's easier to do that though with uh, streaming and YouTubers and whatnot. You know, because because yep. you're just looking at this one person, and 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 you've gotten right. to I know mean, them. At the end of the day, the people who view a particular influencer, like. You know, you spend you know four hours a day with that person, or, or an hour a day, or two hours. Like you're getting to know the person yeah. uh, on stream quite a bit, and so their opinion all, all of a sudden becomes much more clear. For sure. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, good point. Good stuff. All righty. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So anyway, I'm excited. <laughs> Look forward to Anthem. Destiny's still cool. Hell yeah. Oh baby, that's what I got. That's what you got. Um, uh, what about you there, Buddha? What what you got? You know, I kept it super simple this round. Uh, Obviously, a lot of Magic the Gathering, right? That was a given. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I wanted to try out Pizza Titan Ultra. (laughs) Pizza Titan Ultra. Pizza Titan Ultra. (laughs) Yeah, please tell me more. Pizza Titan Ultra was a game that I got from our friend NKWO. 
<laughs> and uh it, it's it's uh it, it's it's a giant mech warrior robot that delivers pizza mm. and um there's these aliens that are trying to stop you from delivering your pizza you know <laughs> you got you can't let this happen so um it's just uh i don't know it's just one of those little indie titles um that uh like i said nk woe uh directed me to i think he was one of the guys that was doing marketing for it or whatever and the guy's like hey i got a code and i said hey you got pizza <laughs> and he said yeah here you go <laughs> gave me the code. and um and i you know i thought i would try it out it's been sitting on my backlog and i've been trying to get some stuff done before i start playing anthem and um so this oh title gosh, dude, this is crazy i'm watching the video of this right now yeah, it's hilarious yeah and it, it's just, it's completely bonkers and you're like this giant robot and, you know, you're trying to basically deliver your pizzas in the most timely, as fast as possible, right? Um, Dude, the pizzeria then, is in your mech chest. Yes. Dude, <laughs> you, are the, you are the pizza place. That's awesome. You are the pizza place. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it, it's a fun game, you know, and I'm, I'm into fun these days. So uh, I've been playing a lot of Crackdown 3, and that's been fun. It's not the, you know, we talked about it before. It's not the most uh, visually pleasing game or anything like that. Uh, but if you just want to go run around and blow things up, then, you know, that's kind of that's kind of a, a great game. It's a great game for that. Um, I also played a game called Agatha Knife. And that's another indie title that uh, has been on my backlog for quite some time. Um some people might remember me talking about Agatha Knife. Basically, you're a little girl whose mom runs a butcher shop, and you really love chopping up animals because it's fun. Oh. And you're trying to figure out I'm sorry, a way what? for your <laughs> <laughs> for meat purposes for meat purposes to provide the meat for the shop. Somebody's got to be the one that chops the animals up. So it's this little girl named Agatha. That's what she does. And it turns out she really likes it. It's a lot of fun. She loves animals, but at the same time, she loves meat. So mm, mm. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> so something's got to happen. So poor little Agatha, she's trying to help her mom uh, maintain this butcher shop and uh, the evil town that they're in. Unfortunately, um, uh, as you play along, you find out that uh, there's other there's other forces uh, working that are also in the meat business and are, uh, you know, messing up uh, their profits. So little Agatha has taken upon herself to start a, a, a religion based on uh, carnivalism. <laughs> what? what? Hey, that yeah, is hey, interesting. Just go, just ride with me, just ride with me. So, so you go through this, like, uh, this whole thing of starting um, this religion based on, uh, you know, carnivores. And uh, you're having to establish this in order to get more people to, uh, you know, spend money on the meats and the products uh at your butcher shop and uh, it's uh, it's very different and a lot of it a lot of the it's very it's it's one of those uh, point and click type of games it's got like a lot of like uh, object puzzle type of type of things going on there and as you go along uh there's a lot of moments where you're like what the hell is this like what is going on here uh and that's kind of what the appeal for me anyway is but uh, yeah, those are the those are the little indie titles that I've been uh, dipping into. So well, hopefully, I'll have those finished here by next week or so. Hopefully, and I'll get cool. the achievements. Well, out. that one, the 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 that meat one, man, that sounds. <laughs> I mean, you crazy. know what I mean. It's 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 funny. Like you know what I mean. I love these little narrative indie games that have these uh, 
weird little stories that you know kind of kind of doesn't make any sense but it's fun nonetheless you know kind of like what we were talking about with the the donut county you know what i mean like yeah it's uh just you know it's just weird and quirky and and you know you just roll with it and uh you know have a little chuckle here and there so and then i spent a lot of time watching the umbrella academy too i have to throw that in there because oh baby i took a day okay I took a day and chewed through that so. word but um that is all for me my games, I didn't really play too much, right? I didn't play too much. I, I played Siege, and I played um, Apex, and I played some, some Gears of War 3. I've really been enjoying playing, like, going through all of the Gears uh, series. We're just working our way. Uh, Rugrat Gaming and, and myself, <clears throat> we're going through all of the Gears games until we get to uh, 5, you know, prepping prepping for 5 whenever that comes out. So you guys nice. are on 3 right now, right? 3? We are on 3 right now, now. yeah. Okay, cool. And <laughs> when, yeah. when we went to finish 2, we thought um, the last stream that we were near the end. Like, I forgot. It's been so long that I, I remember certain key moments, but I don't remember the entire game, you know? Uh, and I've really, really been enjoying it, man. It's been a blast and playing it, uh, all with like a co-op experience, man, is really, oh, it was one of the, it was one of the best co-op experiences I think out there, the Gears series, you know, this was super, super good. I, I, re I enjoyed it. Anyway, Gears, uh, Siege, of course, you know, playing the hell out of Siege. I, I, I the, there's been lots the of changes coming down the pike for Siege. Go ahead, uh, Ty, I'm sorry. Is the new update out with the new operators? Um, uh, if if it's not out now, it will be like probably by the time the podcast comes out. If it's not okay, out already, okay. So it's like right now, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very, very. It's like it's it's like it's basically now. Yeah. Okay. Um, lots of changes coming down the pike. I think I think that this is going to be a. It's odd to say because we're we're entering the fourth year of this game, but I think this might be like one of the best years for freaking siege like like you know it's they've they have lots of plans uh for the game they're 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 moving forward in in interesting ways and uh i can't wait to see more man i can't wait to see more i um, mean the esports scene is like exploding for siege they had like yeah. over 150,000 people watching their their championships this year just insane they had this. They they had this video. So if you check out the blog, I, I did write a couple articles on Siege, right? Uh, the year four um, map, the roadmap, and uh, some of the the like the new character roundup kind of kind of deal. Uh, they had this this uh, celebration video, which which went and to show how the game has grown, and it is. It's, it's really impressive man uh, and i always say like the game itself like had a it stumbled out of the gate you know uh, and a lot of people were like oh the game is fun but it's just you know it seems kind of kind of hollow it's not your traditional uh rainbow six type title and it's likely not gonna last you know, but they so proved like the everybody wrong, man. Games now that come out. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically <laughs> the same thing about every. But <laughs> but um, they they really did support it, and uh, they they turn Ubisoft is not known for that type of play, right? You know, the, the they had lots of issues, lots of growing pains of establishing their their servers, right? Learning how to 
how to go on with full-on multiplayer, but they've learned a lot from Siege, and and they've all they've also they used to be considered, you know, like uh, along with like Activision and uh, and EA as far as being one of those the the you know bad like bad guy Yubi, you know, <laughs> but they've turned it all around, man. Uh, and Siege is a big part of it. So anyway, Siege. Good stuff L- moving forward. New characters, new, lots of changes. They're getting rid of the beta, you know, because it's for 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 ranked is a ranked beta. It's a three year old game. It's still on beta. Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go, if you go in, it's a, it's the ranked version of it is is has been in beta all this time, That's and it's been well, it's like, like a Fortnite, meme right? basically. We're still in beta for Fortnite, aren't we? I think you. Is I think it really? Yeah, oh, I think everybody's just forgotten, but yeah. Right. Still- <laughs> beta. beta doesn't mean anything anymore, but I guess, no, so yeah. So, um, they're, they're, what they want to do with Ranked is turn it more into, like, the eSport, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be, it's going to mirror that a lot more. Another another good thing that they're changing is the, uh, uh, like, the casual, uh, not necessarily the casual play, There there's a, a newcomer playlist. You know, so if, it's it's pretty daunting when you get into the game and you're brand new, and everybody knows everything about the game, and you're that. just trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And 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 yeah, part of that learning curve, at least for me, was was very fun. Uh, however, when I started the game, it was everybody was figuring it out. You know. And when you go into a game now, and and there's freaking seasoned pros that put hundreds and hundreds of hours, as uh, it, it could definitely uh, hamper the experience, you know. So yeah, new new playlist just for people trying to figure it out, uh, which I think is I think is good, and uh, and and a bunch of different tweaks. Go check out go check out the article. There's lots and lots of different different changes coming down the pike. Uh, and things to expect for this year. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a good year for Siege. Check it out. The blog, thehardcorecasuals.com slash blog. Um, and what else? What else? Apex. Apex is, you know, Apex is good. It's fun. I actually got a win. You know, I, I'm terrible at this game, <laughs> but but I, it's, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, that's it. That's and awesome. Yeah, and freaking Umbrella Academy. I wrote. Uh, speaking of Umbrella Academy, I enjoyed it a lot. I I wrote something on the blog as well. You can check that out as well. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, no, you know. I mean, if we if, if if we had more time and if we had like a like a movie slash TV podcast, we'd talk ears off about Umbrella Academy. I think so. I think so. I I Buddha and I were talking about it for like a good a good forty minutes before the podcast. We were just like, <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, that's that, man. That's that. Awesome. Cool. Wait. Wait. Do you hear something? Uh. Oh wait, I do. I do. It's it's hey, the music. There it is. The music is back. <laughs> Tie Fighter is back, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, let me say I'm sorry for missing last week. I know <laughs> the music, the news, the Tie Fighter are all integral parts it is. of the Hardcore yeah. Casuals Lounge. I did feel bad about last week. Um, I guess we should have probably recapped this in the beginning, but um, uh, I accidentally got scheduled to be on a on a feature for Mixer uh, last weekend, right as the podcast starts recording, which is kind of a bummer. Um, you know, we like to take advantage of those features. Sometimes they work out really well as far as community engagement. So I didn't want to miss it. And I knew that my boys and of course, Almond could come in and, and 
do awesome. And it sounds like they did. And they only ragged on me for like a quarter of the episode. So it worked out really well. So that's yeah. awesome. Actually, you, you know what? You know, uh, I counted when... it only took like 28 seconds for you to start ragging on me from the <laughs> <laughs> You jerks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually put it into anyway. the actual intro itself. Yeah. Yeah, right? I, didn't, I mean, no time at all. <laughs> so anyway, we're back. No more of that nonsense. Uh but anyway, the news. Let's 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 do this. We got some some crazy stuff happening this week. Yeah. Uh, and number one, and this is this was something that just came up kind of yesterday, and it's it's huge. Um Xbox and or Xbox Game Pass is rumored slash reportedly potentially coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, This is a a huge rumor that was put out by someone who has been known to be correct about rumors regarding Xbox and Nintendo. Uh, We have been seeing kind of the musings of this start to happen with things like the Minecraft crossover uh, with with, uh, many other things. So I'm going to read this article here uh, and just give you kind of a, a quick quick uh, little taste here. So from Henry Leaguer over at uh, Tech Radar, thank you, Manny, for this source. Could we see the Xbox Game Pass on the Nintendo Switch? Recent rumors from a YouTube channel, Direct Feed Games, suggest so. We've seen Microsoft and Nintendo increasingly cozy up over the past year or so, as the Switch console continues selling millions per year, and both parties see the business sense in cross-party collaboration play. Uh, this includes things like uh, the, the the recent rumor that Scalebound could be coming to Switch and others. So we previously reported on Microsoft's plan to bring Xbox Live service to mobile devices and the Nintendo's console with a mind, quote, to incorporate Xbox Live's suite of game achievements, matchmaking, social systems, and more in their games and devices. The latest rumor suggests that we could see an official Xbox app that also packs in access to Xbox Games Pass Microsoft's Netflix-style streaming service for games and support for Microsoft's Project xCloud technology that will allow these games to be streamed to any number of Windows, PC, and portable devices. Uh, And they provide a video that kind of talks about that and nonsense. So uh, this is is crazy. Can you imagine being on your Switch and just being able to like whip out Ori in the Blind Forest and just freaking go to town or or you know even even something like crackdown 3 right because if we're talking about game streaming and not game downloading you could potentially if you have a good internet connection you could potentially play these games that are normally only available on xbox game pass on your nintendo switch like yeah whoa, it's um, huge yeah, I think, yeah go ahead Buddha, go ahead Buddha. you know i was gonna say i was like you know it kind of makes sense in a way because if you think about it like you know as far as like a portable gaming device, I mean, the switch is pretty much where it's oh, at. Yeah. And, then, and so then, you know, obviously Microsoft has no interest in having a, a handheld anywhere. Uh, and Nintendo pretty much wants to stay in the lane that they're in. So I think it's, it makes total sense. Um, and it is going to be crazy to be able to play uh, your Xbox game on your switch Um streaming streaming it you know i i think it's uh, it's awesome and the fact that i can still attain my beloved achievements uh at the same time oh yeah uh, yeah i mean that's a win-win all if, over the board there if this is true i i will go out and and do what it takes to get a freaking 
Nintendo <laughs> Switch. I'll do what it takes. You'll find me on the. I'll. The, I might have to cancel a couple <laughs> streams. I'll be working on the corner, getting my freaking donuts up. You know what I'm saying? Different kind of donut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting my Switch, baby. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think I think I mean it's still a rumor. It makes a lot of sense though. Um. From other things that we've been looking at, right? So we we've we looked at Microsoft, how they've gone away from console only. They wanted to create uh, their platform um, on on <clears throat> like the Microsoft platform itself. You saw uh, articles we've talked about in the past about the move to um, like cloud based gaming. And being able to access your, your your Xbox via mobile devices, like Buddha said, this is the the Switch is the ultimate mobile device. If this were to come to pass, that would be huge, a huge, huge deal for for Microsoft, and and really a, a total shift in the direction. If this is if this is true, I, Microsoft is all, like three steps ahead. In, in in this whole in this whole uh, gaming shift because gaming is definitely in, in in a moment of flux you know uh tra- traditional things that that uh traditional measures of success don't necessarily apply you see lots of AAA um developers out there and publishers struggling you know that's because gaming is changing and if, if this is the case then i mean really it would be. It would be again. I can't. I can't express how, how how big of a deal this would be for Microsoft and and gaming in general. You know. So yeah, yeah you know, I mean the the implications of it are wild, considering how disparate these these companies were even five years ago. Right. The the concept of Nintendo playing with anyone else is just is just out of the they, world. They are. World, right? notoriously like they do their own thing closed off yeah yeah and so the potentiality of them working with xbox is really cool now we got to figure out like okay what are the specifics what does this mean where's where's nintendo going to get their money where's xbox going to get their money how does this work with you know first party titles versus third party titles and blah 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 like there's a lot to figure out and learn but overall it's just the concept of these large-scale companies saying uh, that we are not only going to be more successful together, but the customer is going to be happier if we work together uh, is great. Now, maybe maybe they're worried about the customer. Maybe they're not. Maybe they just think this is a really great financial deal. I don't know, but I'd like to think that, okay, cool. This is good for everybody. Let's give it a shot. Well, it, it generally... I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the belief that if it is good for business, it generally is good for... Uh, well, what's best for business long term is generally uh, uh, pro consumer. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah, it could short term. Sure, you can you can nickel and dime and, and squeeze blood out of the stone, but tides eventually turn on that. You know, um, but bro, getting a freaking game pass from a you know access to a hundred plus games Dude, when you as a switch owner, now. that's huge. Yeah, man. It's crazy and, and even it, uh, access to 100 plus games from your mobile device right potentially right freaking your tablets and whatnot whatever it may be bro i want anyway. this i want this to be real really badly this bro. Be 
we'll, I'm sure we'll find. I think we'll we'll learn more if if not uh, during GDC, which we're going to talk about here yeah. in a bit. Uh, but if, if not, then then we'll learn probably more at E3. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, um, it's important to know probably that you know any any announcements that we're going to hear are probably not going to mean immediate changes. Like it's not like they're going to come out next week and say, "Oh yeah, here's our app. Download it now." Right. Uh, because you know Xbox is only very recently publishing. You know, if you want Xbox Live on your on your console, here's how you do it. Here's the tech necessary, right? But, um, oh, you know, sooner rather than later. This is a huge step, so I'm very excited. Anyway, let's uh, let's move forward. Uh, Crackdown 3. Yes, that Crackdown. Crackdown 3 was the number one premium title on Xbox last week. The number one. So ahead of, ahead of Anthem, ahead of Destiny, ahead of... Gears of War, ahead of all those. So except for Apex Legends and Fortnite, which are considered free-to-plays, uh, Crackdown 3 was the number one most played premium title on Xbox last week. So this is in an article from James Bachelor at uh, gamesindustry.biz. While its physical launch sales were somewhat disappointing, certainly if the UK figures are anything to go by, there is data to suggest that Crackdown has still been a hit on the Xbox. True Achievements has released uh, its latest weekly chart of the platform's most played games, which shows Crackdown 3 is the third most popular of the title of the week, only surpassed by Apex and Fortnite. Interestingly, it's the single-player campaign specifically that reached number three in the charts. The multiplayer and the technically ambitious Wrecking Zone mode placed much lower at 22. Uh, the chart is calculated by scanning Xbox user accounts, a sample of more than half a million from around the world for which games they have played in the previous week, running from Monday to Sunday. It's worth emphasizing that these are games actively played, not just ones where achievements have been unlocked. So guys, this is, uh, this is pretty wild considering Crackdown 3, I mean, again, talking about reviews, Crackdown 3 reviewed very poorly. Um, yeah, it did. Very middle of the road, very mediocrely. Uh, mm-hmm. We we judge physical sales by UK physical sales because UK is pretty much one of the only countries that reports physical sales of games. Yeah. And it did not do very good with physical sales in the UK. We obviously don't have digital sales figures because those generally aren't released. But according to reviews, according to sales, according to where this game is right now, for all intents and purposes, like our view of it is not generally positive. However, we're getting this this data on gameplay, and it's knocking it out of the park. It's doing great, and you know, obviously, we have Game Pass to to thank for that because so many people are getting access to it through that way. So, I mean, we mentioned this before, Manny. the The world is changing, man. Yeah, it, the way that it, people the way that people acquire their media is is very different than it was before. Absolutely. Uh, well, well, like Buddha, uh, what what are your thoughts? Because you you've actually had some hands on on this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of that too is the fact that this game has been something that we've been waiting for for years, for a while. Yeah. So you know, so obviously, as soon as it comes out on Game Pass, everybody, even if you know, if they didn't want to or not, they still download it and try to play it just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to check it out. out the, yeah, to check it out. I mean, to find out what what was such the you know what was the big deal why did it take so long you know did it did it finally meet up to everybody's ex- expectations and of course it didn't no you know it's really hard for any game to meet any expectations but uh you know it, it like i said before you know it's actually a fun game uh does it look the best no uh you know is is the gameplay the greatest no it's not like it's not gonna make any kind of game of the year list or anything like that but uh you know 
but at the core of it, if you just like running around blowing stuff up, then that's it's pretty good in that area. You blow you you blow things up, similar to like uh, Just Cause. Uh, you know, uh, this is the story that strong? Nah, not really. Uh, How's Terry Crews? Uh, well, you know, uh, I haven't unlocked him, but he is a, a figure that's within the game all over the map. So there's these big giant uh, holograms of Terry, and uh, he's <laughs> he's doing his monologue. So if you get when, the closer you get to, you can actually hear him doing his doing his spiel. It's pretty funny. Okay. So it's like different parts of the different parts of the map. They'll just have one up, and like as you're jumping across rooftops or whatever, like you'll you'll hear him yelling stuff about being the best agent you can be and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and and it's and you know it's it's funny. It's a nice little touch. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I mean, I you know I could see why people would be disappointed if they if they spent sixty bucks on it right out just for what it is uh they i feel like yeah you probably should be disappointed in that but you know if you're on game pass like me and and the way i look at it is i've already paid for this game you know i've i've had a, a subscription to game pass since it came out uh and i've enjoyed everything that's jumped you know that's that's that they've provided on the game pass service and uh, i've already paid for crackdown 3 so you know give it to me let me play it so <laughs> bring it to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, it, it makes sense that there's so many people playing it in that first week. Now, whether it's going to maintain that, probably not. I don't even think it's even that long of a game. Like I think it's only like a, maybe a 30 hour game campaign wise, the multiplayer, I didn't even try. I just did the co-op uh, campaign, which I feel is the strongest. Anyway, the multiplayer is from what I saw, wasn't all that inspiring. Like it wasn't, so the multiplayer in this one is a separate title, correct? It's a separate like it's a title, separate yeah. download. Uh, Warzone or whatever it's called or something like that. Wrecking Zone. Wrecking Zone, yeah, Wrecking Zone. But it, but it's like it's Crackdown 3 Wrecking Zone and it and it acts as a different tile on your game list, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things with this game. Like I, I you know, I was talking about in the other podcast like, you know, you have a co-op mode but you can't have two people in a car. Like little things like that, you're just like, why? Why would they do that? Like, why would you not be able to have two people in one car? Uh, you guys had a lot of time to figure this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah, they did. They they did. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that it's out and it's over with. Like, I don't have to worry about hearing anymore. Will there be a crackdown for? Probably not. I don't see. I mean, I don't know. Game successful. <laughs> this week, this week, it was successful this week, but you know, um, with other games, you know, like Anthem getting their stride and stuff like that, um, you know, you'll probably see less and yeah. less people playing But it. I mean, judging, judging the success of a game is super dependent on the type of the game, right? So like yeah. Anthem has the ability to be successful a year from now. Mm -hmm. and, and a game like Resident Evil 2, for example, you're going to know if it's quote unquote successful or not on week one because it, you know, resident evil two will not have a huge resurgence of sales in six months with some like, you know, extra DLC or whatever it kind of is, or it isn't. Right. And I think crackdown kind of is successful or it isn't. So if it gets, you know, a bunch of sales this week and maybe next week, that's going to be the majority of the sales. And so I think we'll know pretty quickly whether that right. is feasible or not, but judging by the development cycle of this one, you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I don't think the uh, I don't think the campaign's really that long. 
So once you get done with the campaign, uh, once you're done with that, you're kind of like, eh, okay, that was fun. I mean, I mean what, is what there, else is out there to blow up? And then, is there an endgame? <laughs> like, I, well, yeah, there's a whole story to it. So like when you play the campaign, I mean, there's there's a there's an end to it. Um, now you get as you play along, you unlock other agents and stuff like that. So you can okay. go back and like you can up the level. You know, you can make it harder if you want. Um, but this, you know, and and a lot of it's interesting. It's got like a cool little comic book style with the cutscenes. You know that that calls to me. So sure. I, I like little things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, like a lot of times, I just kind of just run around and just picking fights everywhere I go, just blowing stuff up, just to, just to watch it gotcha. burn. <laughs> but and I, I mean, think. Kinda, uh, oh, go ahead. That's kind of what you said about Just Cause, though, right? That's that's kind of the point. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like Just Cause has a little bit more story involved because you're dealing with the countries and you're dealing with, you know, uh, dictatorship and, you know, overthrowing overlords and that sort of thing. Whereas this is yeah, kind of like. Yeah, but you're kind of there to blow stuff up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the highlight of it. Whereas this is kind of like, I don't know, there's a boss. And if you blow up enough stuff, you'll get to fight that boss because they'll be pissed off that you blew those things up. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yes, like, I it's kind of, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, in Just Cause, there's not really a, you know, there's not like a boss. Nobody, nobody's coming out to get you. You know what I mean? It's like a, like a, the army, you know, like. There's the, no antagonist to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this, it's like, there's, there no, there's like a super dude that comes out and he really wants to, to kick your ass because you, you blew up all his, minefields or you know what i mean all this sludge factory making things like you know what i mean not the sludge factory yeah 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 you know what i mean like i can't believe you destroyed all my green ooze makers how dare you agent <laughs> now you're going down and you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah. it's like it, it, me and manny kind of talked about it, like you know how like, sometimes like an action film doesn't really need a story like that's not what you're there for in the first place yeah Correct. like you really want to see people just kick ass and chew bubble gum and if they're all out of bubble gum, by gosh, you want to see some, you want right. to see some carnage. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what crackdown is. Like you got no bubble gum, go out there and just beat the hell out of stuff. No more bubble gum. No more bubble gum. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. I'm, I'm happy that it did well in its first week. Uh, you know, but like I said, I don't, I don't think it's something that's going to be able to maintain. It's just not, well, it's just on to the next thing. Yeah. But I, I one okay. thing though, that, that is, uh, that's really really interesting is is that this game is is different it's definitely like the traditional in a traditional sense the game did not necessarily do all that well right the sales of the game were not all that good right and and the the uh like critics of the game and the way it reviewed, it reviewed pretty poorly, like uh, Ty said. You know, it was basically panned. However, lots of people are are playing it, so it is a success. But how is it a success? It's a success because it's it's reinforcing the value of this of what Microsoft and Xbox has done with the Game Pass. You know, and there's lots of different articles about. Like like looking at Crackdown, like like this is actually a little bit different. Like in all the traditional senses, the game itself did not do well, but it at the same time it is doing well. And and um, like what does that mean for the industry, you know, as a whole? And I think 
And you know, well, like you may be tired of of uh, hearing us talk about <laughs> about Game Pass week after week, but I'm saying this is something that is different. It's it's different in in the world of gaming. I I think game the game industry itself is changing, and with this whole Game Pass thing being the success that it is, Microsoft or Xbox has a, has effectively um, insulated themselves through or, or from this change you know they're ahead of the curve suddenly um mm -hmm. you know they have they have they add these games and they may be you know nothing to write home about but they're fun they're exclusive they're they're you know part of the hundred plus games and all it's doing is reinforcing the value uh you know so you're gonna hold on you're gonna hold on to to that subscription for a month or two you know, because you want to, you want to play this game, and that's that's all it really needs to do. You know, to be an actual success, and people are playing it, and they're downloading it. So, it, I mean, that aspect of it is probably the most interesting, at least to me. One hundred percent, dude. So, anyway, like you said, I'm really happy this game is doing well. Like Buddha said. Don't hold your breath for it to continue to kill it, but it is awesome that that people on Game Pass have the ability to experience this game that might not have should have come out at sixty bucks, considering the review quality. But you know, it, it's intriguing enough and exciting enough that that many people have felt, you know, uh, uh, compelled to jump in, which is really cool. Especially considering it beat everything outside of the two most popular games in the world, which is really cool. So good for them. Uh, yeah. Moving on. This one's a uh, this one's a little bit less news, a little bit more just uh, hype, I guess. Google has announced that it is going to unveil a gaming project at GDC, which is the Gaming Developers Conference in San Francisco. GDC 2019 in March. Rumored Project Yeti, which we have actually spoken about on this show many months ago, uh, is said to be a streaming service. Uh, so this is from Polygon. Uh, Michael McWhirtor. Uh, Google will reveal details about its unannounced gaming project at Games Developer Conference in San Francisco next month, according to an invitation sent by the tech giant on Tuesday. The company will hold a keynote presentation on March 19th at 10, p or 10 a.m. Pacific time, where it's expected to reveal details about a new endeavor focused on video games. Official details are scant. Google, Google's invite only included the tagline, gather around. Uh, very exciting. Very exciting, and this kind of plays into our excitement about Game Pass being on the Switch exactly. in that gaming is about to become more accessible again. So yeah. for those who forgot, you know, Google ran a test uh, over the fall, uh, and you know, people who were allowed into the test were able to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey via their internet browser. And it didn't matter what your specs were on the computer. All you needed was 10 megabits of download speed on your internet. And according to some big patches of the world, 10 megabits download is, is very small. And so the idea is that Google is going to do the computing for you. And then you just play the game with virtually no lag or input delay via your browser, right? So just like you would play an internet game, you know, in, in, in Facebook, right? And so we've had kind of a glimpse at what that looks like, but nothing really whole, nothing really coalesced. And so it's, a, you know, this, this could be it. This could be 
the next big thing. You know, Google has been historically fairly absent from the gaming space, but this could be it, man. And, and you know, obviously one of the biggest companies in the entire world. I'm very anxious to see what they mm-hmm. might bring to what is now one of the biggest industries in the world. So it's very and they can throw dollars, dollars on top of dollars at it, and and Bro, sustain loss weight. for a long time. They got some weight. Yeah, they do. Cool. Yeah, it was a pretty um, cool program. I I was in the beta for that. I was in the Project Stream beta, and I right, I yeah, and you had a pretty good that's time. That's how I did it, play. I yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like I, it, I was, I was, I was kind of surprised. There was nothing to download. It was like, hey, click here, and if, whenever you're ready to start playing, and I'm like, oh, okay, click it, and then boom, I'm in the game, and I'm like, um, okay, nothing to download. Um, okay, here we are. Here we're going, and uh, I didn't experience any kind of lag. You know, I just feel like if you've got a a, a good internet connection this is going to be phenomenal like you know and as the world keeps getting you know everywhere you you, people that don't normally have internet are starting to get better internet service um and as that continues to grow a service like this could do very well um like i said i i thought it was really cool like you know i mean granted my, my computer probably could have handled it just fine but the fact that i didn't have to download anything there was like no interruption it was like oh are you ready to play oh click here if you're ready and i'm like all right as soon as i click it i'm in the game and i'm like holy okay mm-hmm. this is crazy that i'm not having to wait for a download or set anything up it was just oh click and go they do a speed test on your internet to make sure you can handle it and then after that boom, you're done yeah, this is this is the direction that we're that we're moving in. The this is going to change everything, right? It's going to change the type of like the, the consoles, the way we know them, are forever going to be changed, and it's going to move in the direction of, uh, like like a subscription type type service. That's where I think. I mean. We don't. We we have to see what Google is going to announce, but where Microsoft may have an edge uh, on this, they they they've already established themselves within the gaming uh, market. They have a well-established brand, right? They're already on the consoles. Uh, they they already have the Game Pass, right? First of its kind, Netflix for games, essentially, right? They made no 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 bones about it. They want to continue to grow in this space they want to be the netflix for gaming uh and netflix knows no bounds as far as what device it's on it doesn't care you know as long as you can have access to internet you have access to movies and whatnot movies and shows and you know so if this is the future sign me up baby you know what i'm saying sign me up pretty cool yeah very cool baby it's it's so mysterious right now. I'm very excited. Wow! Oh, I'm my eyes are freaking peeled for 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 yeah, this next uh, GDC. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be big stuff. So coming down uh, the pike. Anyway, just just to confirm, it's on March 12th. Be there, or be square. It's uh-huh. gonna be great. Okay, uh, okay, we got another cool one here. Well, uh, actually, you know what? This isn't cool. I just said that out of reflex. Anyway, uh, <laughs> January game sales were unfortunately down this year compared to last year. Now, Kingdom Hearts 3 and Resident Evil 2 both did very, very well. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 was the number one game of uh, of January 2019. But unfortunately, 
Game sales were down 18% to $427 million this January. A paltry, sad $427 million worth of game sales. Uh, now, keep in mind, this is compared to last year where game sales were at a whopping, where's my number I had it here, $517 million. Now, for a little bit of reference, I looked up. I did some homework on it. Uh, the top three games last January were Monster Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters, and Call of Duty World War II. Now, compare that to Kingdom Hearts 3, Resident Evil 2, and New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. So, it's obviously Monster Hunter World made an enormous impact on the gaming world last year. It was, you know, the, the, the biggest game sale for uh, Capcom ever made, made huge dents in both the uh, Xbox and, and, and PlayStation, then, and then again in PC over the summer. So the the impact of, of Monster Hunter really can't be understated. But not only that, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was uh, one, of the, one of the biggest fighting games last year. And then obviously Call of Duty World War II was still riding the high off of uh, being one of the biggest... Uh, 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 Call of Duties in a while. So that was really cool. Unfortunately, that did mean that, you know, compared to last year, we were down. Uh, I wouldn't expect this to be any sort of alarming news, though, just because we didn't really have the big blockbusters this January. Uh, obviously, uh, February and March this year are going to be real winners, not only with Anthem, but with things like Jump Force and with things like The Division 2 coming out. Uh, the lineup for the first three, you know, the first quarter of this year is really unlike anything I've ever seen. So this is a very exciting time for games. So anyway, don't don't you worry, guys. Yeah, I think it's just hard to figure out where you're going to spend your money, you know? Exactly. Uh, well, you've got so many good games coming I, out and it's it's really hard to pick a lane and be like, well, you know, you know, I guess, you know, I'll get this or you know, it's just. Yeah. Uh, even a a guy like me that uh, buys a lot of games on a regular, like even me, I'm I, even I'm sitting sitting back going, okay, how are we going to do this now? Uh, how am I going to have time and the money to play all these? Yeah, so. and, and all the while, there's plenty of of really good free options that are designed to make you want to play, uh, hours and hours on end. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah. 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 I mean, like, like we said, man, games is is changing now. Month month over, uh, like the monthly sales year over year, it's so dependent on what actually came out, you know. So, and I, you know, I working in in like the retail uh, space before, like trying to trying to like, yeah, that number is important, but when when you are are so closely linked to what is what the environment is, you know, like what games are coming out, what movies are coming out, like those, those types of things, you know, it's, it's hard to really, it, it's, you can't say that's a trend. Like we got to see m more months of the same type of, of data to, to say, yeah, game sales are, are down by 19%, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But, uh, but I mean, it, it is clear that gaming is changing. So we'll see, we'll see what's going on. So there you go. All right, guys, final one for me today. The uh, This is just kind of a quick game update for you, but the final special ops update is coming to Ghost Recon Wildlands. Now, this one's especially for you, Buddha, because I know you still check in on this game every now and then. That but, damn game. Uh, <laughs> February 27th, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Players will be privy to the game's final special operations update, special ops 
number four. This new content drop will deviate from the crossover-centric events of older expansions. While the larger uh, features of Special Ops 4 have not yet been revealed, smaller tweaks were announced. Uh, the time of day will be changeable during single-player campaign. Voice lines have been restructured in uh, to be in prestige crates rather than in battle crates. And Ghost Wars, the PvP mode, will receive custom browsers. Uh, new outfits will be available for PvP and PvE players as well as Year 2 pass holders. In the meantime, check out Ubisoft's latest title, The Division 2. So, I mean, it's still a fun game. I've been playing it. Uh, I've been trying to really just... just to get it off my plate it's usually when i when i when i'm looking at my backlog as far as things to play obviously i i try to play like whatever is new out to stay current with what's going on in the gaming uh world but uh when i start looking at my backlog usually i find like a few independent titles uh stuff that's not going to be that long of a playthrough and then i usually pick one game out of my backlog that's usually the long haul game uh, usually ends up being some kind of RPG usually, but right now my big long haul game is, uh, ghost recon wildlands. And, yeah. uh, and I, and I like playing the game, but at the same time, there is so much to do. And, um, you know, a lot of my playing is based on achievements. So like a lot of times I'll look at what the achievements are and be like, okay, well, that's the direction I need to go in. And this one is basically the achievements are collect all of these and you get the achievement. So it's like, okay, so I need to go run around here, collect every gun, collect every metal, collect, you know, talk to, talk to every, you know, bandito out there in order to get my, <laughs> my achievements. Uh, so I've been shooting on this game for a hot minute. It's still a lot of fun. A lot of the, uh, the add-ons that you, that they had in the past, like the, the, uh, the Sam Fisher, the, the predator, uh, the stuff, the, the uh, crossover stuff with uh, Siege, uh, it's in there. You can play those anytime. Like you know, uh, it's 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 a great game. But man, oh man, I can't wait to get done with it. <laughs> I'm ready for a new long long game. I mean, oh, do you I think haven't. that Division Two will be that? I I mean, honestly, I've got so many other. I mean, we're talking games like uh, Red Redemption Two. Still have yet mm -hmm. to play the actual campaign. Oh goodness. Uh, games like Witcher Three, um, they're just oh. sitting there waiting for me. Uh, you know, I have a lot, a lot of these uh, games that are, uh, you know, just uh, taking up space. And I'm like, I've been eyeing the bigger ones, the big, the guys that are taking up the most space are the ones that are getting oh. hit first. <laughs> and that one's right on up there. So I almost deleted Titanfall too. I was going to let that one go. Because oh I was like, God. ah, you know, I'm playing Apex right now. But it turns out because of the success of Apex Legends, all of a sudden people are playing Titanfall 2 now. So before I would go in a lobby and I would sit there for like 15 minutes waiting for somebody to join. Really? Now I go in, it's like instant. Like, oh, hey, people are playing all of a sudden. Like, oh, thank you, Apex. So now I can I can play that game again. So I haven't, uh, I haven't let that game go yet. So, but... I mean, have you you've you've played the uh, campaign for Titanfall two, yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I have. Okay, I think that, that's I think that's the important part right now. Yeah, well, I mean that 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 part of it's really fun, but they have different game modes in Titanfall two that are really fun. Like they've got like a like a co op sure. horde mode style thing going on, where you're like protecting these these battle stations, and they send in like Manny's played it with me, where it's like they send in like these giant titans and yeah endless armies of dudes and you're just having to like you and your team are just having to chew through 
all this stuff trying to protect your 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 bases from getting overrun and it's like uh it's it that's pretty fun uh, that's a blast i forget what it's even called now but well it's the multiplayer is always the horde mode but like the gears horde mode if you remember yeah kind of like it's really good a place that you're trying to protect with your teammates and they just send wave after wave of uh enemies at you so that's a good time yeah absolutely i i did i did enjoy that titanfall is uh is it's on my list too but mainly for the for the campaign i want to why don't you want that damn campaign, man? Well, the campaign's not that long. It's it's it, you get once you get your teeth sunk into it, you like you don't want to stop. You just keep on going, and, uh, and it's kind of cool because like you notice some of the characters in Apex. Oh yeah, um, that yeah, cool. The 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 guy in the opener. There's the the guy the the old man that's at the bar. Word. You tend to find it. You 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 recognize him. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Like what? What? I mean, I, what? I, what is he? What does he do in Titanfall? Uh, he's one of the main bad guys in Titanfall. Oh, okay, okay, he's, okay. He's the one that's in charge of the Apex um, um, faction. He's the Australian guy with a knife. Yeah, that waves it around at you. And then uh, in Apex, you see him uh, in Apex Legends when in the opening sequence in the bar, he's the old man now um, that stabs the. The legend on the on the thing that says uh what does he say something like uh if you kill them you're better or something like that or if i but if i kill you i'm better that's uh, that's him oh that's cool yeah yeah i'm gonna More have to go check it out for that gonna, I'll, 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 one of these days <laughs> that's what we all say isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah one of these days we'll get to Luckily, that bad yeah how's that uh hell hellblade there going manny yeah, dude, how's uh, Hellblade going? How's I think that's the next game you're playing, right? I'm gonna jump into that one as soon as possible. How's uh, how's uh, what, what's what, what remains of Edith Finch? Hello. Oh dear. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, man. The, the list, the list is, is big, man. The list is freaking big. I have a I long, long list. Hey, you know what? I can't even knock you because I know it's Magic: The Gathering. It's been the problem. Yeah, man. Oh my God. Freaking Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking magic. I've been playing that game a lot. A lot more than I should, but I'm trying to get those free damn packs, man. This is the first time I've been like like you know, like playing a game just trying to get get the next the next uh um prize, you know? I'm I'm deep in the magic prize cycle, man. Oh just oh, yeah. one more pack. Oh, yeah. One more pack. You're not paying for stuff, are you? <laughs> no, no, nah. no. They, nah, they do have, have um, they give so much stuff to you. They give a lot to you. Yeah. It's very, very fair. But uh, but they they do have like this welcome package for like six bucks or something like that. I did I did oh, yeah. do that, and yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. I, I was already like, yo, Gosh. I'm enjoying this game a, pl- a plenty, you know. I, I'll give it. I've spent I've spent a lot more and played a lot less, you know. What I'm saying, so mm-hmm. I'll give it I'll give it five six bucks, and I got yeah. I jumped know, in a few. I, I paid money because packs. I jumped in a few of the actual uh, tournaments. To try to be a try to get a qualifier on the uh, on the big on the big show, the big finale. Yeah, they're in. very very fair in 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 yeah. handing you lots and lots of stuff. You know, so that's cool. No complaints <laughs> on that. All right, guys. Well, guess, that's uh, it for me on the news. I guess that's Thanks that. for with me. Oh man, it's a it's my pleasure, Ty. Is it, well, we're so happy to have you back. You know. 
I mean, it feels good to be back. It feels right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed making fun though. That's that's not. Yeah, I'm sure you did. (laughs) (laughs) So when 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 you when you first press play and the first thing you heard was us like, you know, digging on. Oh, then I press stop. Then I. Sorry, stuff. you know it was all in love, Ty. All in love. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. lots of love. Lots of love. <laughs> so uh, we do have we do have another little tidbit here. We have the news stuff, and then we have like a, a discussion topic, which we don't always get to. But today we will. Um, over the past couple of weeks, there's been there's been like a whole freaking thing in the anime world. You know, like the anime world has been divided over over this dude, Vic Manana. Uh Vic Manana, if you if you don't know, he's he's the um, one of, if not the biggest, uh, anime uh, American anime like voice dub uh, voice actors, right? He's been in in uh, some of the the biggest titles, you know, the uh, Dragon Ball Z. Um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a big time, big time, and he recently has been booted from Funimation and Rooster Teeth. Some of you know two of of the and they're they're doing some of the bigger animes. Uh, yeah, when man. it comes to dubbing, you know, like especially like Funimation, that's, that's big time. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. What the accusations, though, uh, or why he's been fired, is under accusations of, of uh, sexual abuse or misconduct, right? Uh, and again, this is something that is tearing the the community right in two, because the accusations themselves, uh, they're there's there's two there's two camps. There's 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 well, all accusations or whatnot. If smoke leads to fire, he deserves to be gone. And there's another camp that says, well, where's where's proof? You know, we just want some proof. What you know, what, what these are just accusations. We what we want something else besides besides this. And accusations can be loose, and uh, most of them accusations are coming from from Twitter. You know, so sure. nameless, faceless accusations shouldn't necessarily. Uh, essentially, de-job you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like do away with the with a whole body of of work over over a decade of work. You know? Of course. So that's that's the situation. What's going on now? There's lots and lots of stuff. We're gonna, we're going to give you two separate articles. One from Gizmondo. One from a blog I've never looked at before. Uh, okay. that kind of goes through. It kind of goes through like what's been going on in in Twitter. What's been go- what's been going on with, uh, with a, a, a convention in Florida, which is crazy. So I'll just go over some of the basic things, right? Uh, first, for the, with with the with the Pensacon, right? Pensacon is convention in uh, in Florida. Basically, if you go in, they said on in their Twitter account, if you mention. Vic Manana, and you support him, uh, we, we will 
call the police. You won't be admitted in. We'll we'll what? escort you out via the police. Call the police? Yep, that's if you look at look at that Arrest second that man. second article. It's the second article. Article. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh like well this their twitter the pensacon 2019 or at pensacon has been deleted so all of this has been captured right uh but there, there there's like some some back and forths here on on this uh on this blog here some some guys say well what if i just wear a t-shirt that says i stand with vic hashtag i stand with vic and um, like some of the comments from Pensacon is like, well, yeah, yeah, please do. We would love to have some folks arrested, <laughs> right? Oh my things, gosh! Yeah, things like that, right? So, so their whole thing is well, saying, hey, we don't want people to harass. Like harassment, it won't be tolerated, and I understand that. But to go as far to say, like, if you mention his name or 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 declare support for him or ask questions about him. You're going to be escorted out. That's crazy. And but this Pretty is where rough. we're at. <laughs> but this is what what's been going on in the anime world. You know what I'm saying? Like there is no middle ground. There seems to be no sense of sanity. Uh and pe- pe- people are are they just they want they want his head. <laughs> right? I I think Buddha and I, we had this a big old conversation on this before. I I am not in the camp of of saying yeah you know like I had to have him fired based on social media accusations alone. You know what I'm saying? Now if you go and, and take a look the, the hardcorecasuals.com look at the notes there's lots of cringy stuff. Absolutely. Freaking cringy stuff. The, the, the some of these accusations. But is so socially awkward, cringy stuff enough to do away with your entire career? I mean, as a dude, I sure hope not. I sure as hell hope not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, Buddha, since I know we we've we we basically uh, argued about this before, what what are mm-hmm. your thoughts on this one? Well, I think he done goofed up somewhere because I mean, obviously, there's people talking about it, right? Cause now all of a sudden they're coming out of the world work with it. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not cool that he's losing gigs for it, but at the same time, you got to understand the people that are booking him for these gigs now, because everything's speculation right now, if they do end up say Funimation uses him for a movie and then all of a sudden it does come out that it is true, then now they're in a tough spot. So it's easier to just say, no, we just rather not do anything now until, you know, things pan out. Uh, and it's only going to get uglier, right? I mean, the truth is going to come out sooner or later on all this. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I know you said socially awkward. The stuff that he's doing, I don't feel like that's not stuff a socially awkward person does. Socially people awkward, awkward people don't uh, uh, hug people, uh, you know, to the point where other people feel it's inappropriate. They don't go tickle people. <laughs> that's not the kind of thing that you do um you know we joked about the rubbing of the thighs thing you know? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just, just, just let me be sweet to you, you know, to, things you like that read, i mean it's like you, you know to, <laughs> you need to read this these articles these accusations they're they're kind you know, of crazy yeah and there's a lot of stuff there's a ton of stuff and people you know and a lot of people were saying that hey you know what i didn't say anything about it before because he is a big deal in the business and if i speak up against him 
I could end up getting screwed, you know, because he could just snap his fingers and Thanos me out of this biz. So, I mean, I, and I get that. I mean, he is somebody that, I mean, he's been in the business a very, very long time and he's very well known as far as, I mean, he's been a part of some really big anime over the years. Um, but I mean, at the same time, you know, uh, I mean, obviously I, I, you know, whether it's right or wrong, I think, uh, he put himself in a bad spot and I feel like it's kind of his fault. When you're somebody at at that level, you tend to get very nonchalant with how you act with people. Mm-hmm. And I think that is kind of what has gotten him in trouble. Because th- I don't believe in his mind that he thought he was doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these people don't when they do those sort of things. They don't realize that it's making people uncomfortable when they do these certain things. He's probably always been like this. And now mm-hmm. as time moves on and on and on, it starts stacking up to the point to where now he's gotten himself a rep- reputation. And so it's now coming to the forefront now, I feel. And, you know, and he shouldn't, I mean, you know, honestly, in this day and age, you really have to be careful on how you handle people, like really handle yeah, them as far as I totally agree. and all those things go. It's, you know, if you're in a photo op, then, you know, you stand there. You know, a lot of times it's just like, oh, a simple hand around the shoulder type of thing. Take the photo and you move on. None of this hugging and kissing people on the cheek type of thing like that. You're just asking for trouble sooner or later. And um, all it takes is just the wrong, the wrong person, the wrong person. And then you're going to get in a situation like this. And I think it's something that he's always just done. And uh, now he's, I mean, going to have to pay the consequences for this. I mean, you know, I, I mean, it sucks and it is what it is, but, uh, you know, obviously I don't think it, I don't really feel like these accusations are just like completely just out of nowhere. Obviously he did something to spur this on. Um, well, the, 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 this whole thing started with accusations from like fans or uh, like a handful of fans in from conventions and they and and then they would take like convention photos right so we're talking about like some of the quote-unquote evidence pictures right is this a a regular freaking picture you know it's a picture he's posing his arm is his arm is around the person and and that is supposed to be proof you know what i'm saying like we're talking we're talking like really a lingering hug arm around our arm around someone a kiss on the cheek you know what i'm saying yeah sure right. sure sure he may i mean unfortunately in today's day and age you have to be so freaking careful so careful and and yeah at the very really least because if i'm taking a picture with somebody and they kiss me on the cheek like they're getting slammed yeah. <laughs> I'm well, like back well, suplexing, dropping the people's elbow. I'm doing the spinneroonie thing that, that Booker T does, talking about can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know I what mean, I mean? There's like, there's, there's certain. I don't know. I don't know lines. how. I don't know how much we can make that comparison for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, you're you're not getting kissed by someone who's generally pretty famous, uh, and I'm sure that has some pretty big implications to it. And then two, there's there's definitely the 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 male female, uh, you know, right? How do I, what, what's the word here? Um, a guy isn't gonna it, be going around kissing another dude. It would not be dude. considered socially acceptable for a woman Just, to yeah. to call him out like that. 
especially in the business where everyone's friends and everything's happy and blah, blah, blah. Like that would not be good for a woman's career if she was seen as not accepting of, of some sort of, of show of good faith from a, a an extremely popular voice actor that just wouldn't go over well. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that there may be a situation where a female might feel compelled to be subjected to that kind of stuff. And it's not where she can just be like, Oh no, I'm not going to take that. I'm going to punch him in the face. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. And yes, like this, like I totally get it. Like, oh, these are just, these are things that we're learning on Twitter. And so we definitely need to take everything with a grain of salt. And so the idea that uh, he's losing out on jobs because of accusations that are currently uh, unproven, unfounded, like I'm against right. that. 100%. So it, yeah, no, in the but beginning, to, but to say all you need to do is just turn and defend like, yourself. I don't know if we can say that. R- r- yeah. Well, this, this is, this is actually a, a, uh, a conversation and that's why it's such a raging debate and it's been raging for for like like three weeks already it more longer much longer actually but it's really come to a head the past two to three weeks a lot of the a lot of the initial complaints that started this whole thing were a taken out of context and b done done with people's con, uh, consent you know um you had one person that was complaining and then you see uh um in the Twitterverse, people said, "Oh yeah, look, here's another picture as proof, you know, and here, look, here's a minor uh, over here, and and he's kissing her in the cheek. This is this is terrible." And some of some of them were grown women, you know, what I'm saying, but but they 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 added that fuel to the fire, saying, "Hey, look, this is a minor." When in fact they were over twenty, you know, what I'm saying, but but it doesn't matter. The truth doesn't necessarily matter there. It's part of the ethos now, you know, what I'm saying, and it's it's the fuel has been added to the fire already. Uh, you have other pictures where the people that were in the picture said, "Hey, I don't want like this was 100% cons- consensual." Um, I you know people ask for the, the pose or whatnot. And and like uh, people going out there and saying, I don't want this picture used against against him, you know, but it, it doesn't matter anymore. It's uh, it's already like the truth that didn't matter in that case is part of of the fuel to the fire at that point. Right. So it's very easy for things to be taken out of context and taken like to an, to another level, you know, um, and I'm as a guy again, man, like this is some scary stuff, bro. Like. You go out there in a convention, a hundred, I mean, look, thousands of people are asking for poses, asking for hugs, right? Trying to get, get in that, that photo op or whatnot. And then you have one person that doesn't want that. And yeah, he, you're absolutely right, Buddha. He has to be careful with, you just can't take it for granted that everybody wants the pose, right? The photo op, the kiss on the cheek. Like, clearly not everybody does. And he was slipping. Absolutely. But is that enough for him to lose his entire career? I don't think so. At the very least, people are, are asking for proof. And then the people that are said, hey, the I stand with big crowd. I mean, I'm sure there's some that that uh, doesn't, doesn't matter. They're going to stand with him regardless. But the vast majority, from what I can see, are people that just want to see actual proof. You know what I'm saying? So you have yeah. you have uh, the, an, another another uh, a person in this whole uh, mix is um, what is her name? Talking about? Oh, the, I was just looking the, at one, it. One of the voice actors that stood out, like Monica Rial. Yeah. Right. So Monica Rial. Now she goes up there and she's like, "Yo, 
I believe. Uh, I believe the uh, the you know the the people that uh, that I stand with the whatever the hashtag is, kick Vic or whatever, right? Uh, I believe the 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 girls uh, that are saying the accusations because I um, I uh, have been also a, a victim, right? And but some of these things are like yo. A link, like again, lingering hug, you know, well, the whispered in my ear, but a little bit too close. It touched my hair, <laughs> like this. It's weak sauce, you know. what I'm saying it's weak sauce. I'm not really sure that uh, somebody should be fired over this. I think the guy needs hug lessons. You know what I mean? Take a hug lesson and figure out how not to hug and a proper way to hug somebody. Yeah, well, like. Y- you're absolutely right. Now the, the question is: Don't hold it for too long. I mean, you really don't. Like, come you're on. right. What was Dave Chappelle? Didn't <laughs> Dave Chappelle do uh, like some something? I'm sure. I'm uh, whatever. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't help the way he, you know. Like some of his statements haven't been very good. Like, I mean, it's just you know, I don't know. When he says, uh, you know, he said, "Oh, I, you know, yeah, I regret," you know, you know. Uh, if I made my colleagues or fans feel uncomfortable and then he goes to say, you know, uh, he's going to take some time to recommit to God and, 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 uh, to, to seek help from a counselor. Like what? Like, well, because, because he, because he's, um, known as being a Christian, you know? And so there's, so there's been all kinds of things for, for a long while of people accusing him of a whole bunch of things based on that alone. You know what I'm saying? So. So, yeah, I mean, my man was caught slipping for sure, at the very least. You know, like I mean, as a we, Christian, heard, you know, the Bible says, slipping. well, I'm saying the Bible says to to, uh, to essentially like hold, hold yourself so to even avoid the appearance of evil. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to reread that one there, Vic, because because you got to be careful because accusations come easy, hard and fast. You know what I'm saying? And you want to avoid that appearance, but really, as a public figure, as as a dude, man, it's dangerous times, bro. You got to be freaking careful, you know. Yeah, you a, a, a simple, a, a simple accusation, be... you could lose everything, man. Yeah. Out now, he's he's, he's got to definitely be smarter. Uh, I, and from what I, I yeah. from what I was reading, that he has gotten smarter. Like you know, he he didn't uh, get carried away. You know, he he did his uh, his signings and stuff like that, and didn't get uh, you know jiggy with it and all that that he's he's, right (laughs) so i mean you know i I don't know i it it probably would have not had gotten this far had somebody just uh you know said there's a a long time ago there's a statement that he said that now i didn't read this so I, you know, I can't really give you the full details, but to my understanding, uh, he said something to the effect of of um, like, like if they don't say anything, how do you know, right? And and I think that was taken as silence is consent, and they were oh, they yeah, twisted yeah, yeah. that right now. Yeah, of course, silence isn't consent. You know, what I'm saying a look of fear uh in somebody's eyes might uh might also be a giveaway you know what i'm saying <laughs> but but uh but you know you 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 have to also like sometimes guys or not guys sometimes just people don't understand what you are thinking right some you have to say it verbally now in in like none of the none of the accusations are sexual assault the question is is it sexual harassment and 
he, he, this is a different story. Well, anytime you know you're touching somebody, it's going to be yeah considered it, an assault. Right. Well, especially in in the workplace, though. But it, the convention side of it is a totally different deal. You know, what I'm saying doing the photo ops and whatnot, and that's how this whole thing started. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying, like man, this stuff, is all like weak the stuff sauce. In the hotel room and all that shenanigans. That Those are yeah, with there. with colleagues and everything. That's a different. And if anything, you're right. As you said before. That, if if he goes under, that's that's why it's going to be the sexual harassment in the workplace. Uh, like if, if if he was in fact told, like, hey, chill out with this, bro, you know, and he keeps on going, well, you know, there's nothing you can say. But the people generally, people want proof. Like, oh, there's supposedly, uh, 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 like I believe it was Funimation. They said they've 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 done an inquiry. Right, they've done an investigation internal, and the fans are like, "All right, cool. What happened? <laughs> you know, just we we just want to know, right? That that that's the like the we they don't want him to lose his entire body of work off of Twitter allegations, nameless, faceless Twitter allegations, uh, and I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't think that's unreasonable." Um, but yeah, I pay, think gotta, we we're we're pushing the time. caution card though. You can't you can't uh, you know just you got to play the caution card though. If you're somebody oh. like Funimation, you gotta like well, sorry man, like we're just like I don't know, I don't know. I think they're in a you tough can't take spot. Take a chance and hope that it's okay, and then find out you're Bill Cosby. You know what I mean, bro? Like, I'm I mean, look, I I don't necessarily think so, man. Because look, it's so easy to, to for a loose accusation to go out on the freaking social media for God's well, I know, sake. And I, and I get and I get all that. I get all that, but that's a whole separate animal. If I'm I, if I'm a business and I'm Funimation and I'm like, hey, you know, we need to get some actors or whatever, and his name pops up, I'm naturally going to stay away from that because of all the 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 BS that's coming with it. And if it turns out to be true, the last thing I'd want is him to be a part of the whatever project that I'm putting out there, right. if I got to put his name on it. So, you know, well, yeah, according- it sucks and I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I understand, you know, from a, from a business standpoint, I understand why they have to do what they have to do. Cause they're looking after theirs. Like, you know, they did their little investigation and said, eh, you know what? Apparently things look a little too dicey. We're just not going to deal with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So you know, like I said, until he gets things cleared up, you know, gets out there and clears his name or whatever. And they do, you know, because obviously now that the ball is rolling there, I mean, they're going to keep digging, right? They're going to keep digging. Somebody out there is going to dig and find out more of the truth on the matter. And then, you know, let the truth set him free. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so the last thing we're going to say is this is not over. The debate has been raging for a long time. It is only getting started. Um, I believe that uh, Vic Mignogna is is actually lawyering up, and and he's gonna he's going to fight these allegations. So well, he's got to. He's got he has to. to. Yeah, I mean, this is is, is is it's his life. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, I disagree. I disagree with um, him losing all ties to all of his his work uh, on oh, the yeah. allegations alone. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I said, it sucks. But I mean, you know, I agree. I would agree with with you when they said the future uh projects you know what i'm saying like these allegations come out i wouldn't if i'm a brand new you know th- something going on i'd be like yeah let's 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 skip vic for a little bit 
you know, until we until the 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 dust settles. I understand that. But to lose everything, I don't know. I think it's too much. You know, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask for for proof, and I think it's totally unreasonable and and downright freaking insane for for uh, conventions to be saying they're gonna send fans to 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 you know to the coppers for for coming in with I so I stand with Vic shirts like that's just freaking ridiculous. But but whatever. This is something. Keep an eye on it. It's craziness. Check out these articles on the blog. We've we've gone over on time. Um, Buddha, real quick, what's going on with uh with like the deals and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that Game Pass, baby. It's Batman Return to Arkham. That's what's coming to Game Pass. Headlander coming to Game Pass. Disney Epic Mickey Two and your favorite, Alien Isolation and The Walking Dead season two. Oh, Alien Isolation is coming out in Game Pass? It's coming to Game Pass on the 28th, and The Walking Dead Season 2 will be out on the 28th as well. Those will be coming to Game Pass. Uh, backwards compatibility, we got the Lost Planet series, and we got Resident Evil uh, Code Veronica coming to uh, backwards compatibility. So that's pretty dope. And then uh, I'm still fighting with Epic with my account, but they've got Thimbleweed Park. <laughs> that is yeah, out. <laughs> that I am uh, trying to get all the lines. All, my my cross streams are the Ghostbusters. Everything's getting my, my lines are getting crossed. And uh, from when I logged into Fortnite way back when, when I first got it on the PC, it's still messed um, up, man. Oh. Uh, well, it's confusing things with uh, apparently somebody in Thailand. Hello, Thailand, if you're listening. Thanks a lot for hacking into my account. On no, Netflix. I appreciate is that it. what I hope happened? You enjoyed your time. Yes, yes, yes. So I can't change any of my stuff because uh, you have you, you, you. It's like you can't change uh, your like your display name uh, for like three weeks or something crazy, something along those lines. So I'm I don't know CC go two 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 or something like that. Who's in Thailand? So how you doing, Thailand? What up? <laughs> yeah, what up? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm I'm trying to get all that stuff fixed via Epic. Uh, but uh, when I do get it all fixed, I, you can bet I'll be playing some uh, Thimbleweed Park. That was a title oh, that I was. Uh, yeah, I've They've been had looking some forward to playing on PC for free. Point click. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. And then of course, if you hadn't realized it already, Anthem's uh, out. So enjoy. Yeah. We don't have anything really else coming out right now. Who cares, right? It's just Anthem. Right, yeah, yeah. Just Anthem. Just Anthem for a little bit. Until just Anthem. Week. No biggie. <laughs> but that's what I got as far as uh, our uh, Game Pass and uh, whatnot. Word. Um, And on that note, that is a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out. Uh, really, we appreciate you all so, so much. Uh, please go ahead, check out thehardcorecasuals.com. You can see what we've been up to. Check out what's what's new to the blog. Um, you can see other podcast um, episodes and also the notes that we have in there. You can see a lot of the articles uh, that we have referenced and whatnot. And and get a, and also yeah, please add add some comments. We love the comments. Go to go to iTunes and leave comments. Drop that five star review, please. We need it. You know, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> um. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. See ya. Later. Excelsior, your mose.